You're listening to School Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined here by... Kieran And Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest Magic the Gathering news, as well as our tournament report, and of course, our deck of the week. Hey lads, how are you? Fantastic. Good stuff. Couldn't be better. I am very, very good. <laughs> Why are you so good? The Tarnister just got sacked. It's a great yeah, day for Jesus. the country. Yeah, she resigned, right? Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, but it was, <laughs> yeah, it was either that or the whole government gets replaced. So <laughs> yeah, we have a, a Christmas election. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's not happening there, right? No, that's happening. Yeah. No, that's happening. That's, that's or is it? Yeah, that's, that's the, uh, the deputy prime minister of the country is the Tarnister for yeah. any, yes. any non-Irish listeners. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or any Irish listeners who didn't pay <laughs> yeah. attention at school. It's a great, yeah, like a, lot, a lot of people there were in a bit of trouble. Yeah, it was yeah. uh, it was it was just great watching the drama build over the last. All few she days. did, guys, was ignore her emails. You so know, don't ignore yeah. your emails. I'm like, in, I I I don't, obviously don't want to get too deep into politics, but uh, <laughs> Dude, it's like, don't we not? The amount no, of times that I've Can't seen e- words. the amount of times I've seen an email that says, "Oh yeah, this this is really concerning you," and I just stop reading at that yeah, point. Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is a lot. Yeah, um, that's true. Especially um, when it says this doesn't concern you, but. We've been rat fucking a uh, a whistleblower who's trying to expose corruption of the police force, and then I'm like, no, this is boring. No. <laughs> yeah. Straight to spam. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't you hear, hear something mildly amusing from another mildly amusing thing from work the other day? Yes. So we have um. So it's you know, we're for a really big company, and we have like lots and lots of people all around the world, and on the kind of sometimes on like one email list. So if someone sent an email, wanted to find an email to one person, they end, ended up sending it to like this massive email list with like. 5,000 people on it. Okay. So oh, this email is like, hey, can you help me with this specific problem, with this specific thing? And then I went out to like 5,000 people around the world. <laughs> okay. And then so each person, person... Each person wrote, someone wrote, reply all, oh, this doesn't concern me. Uh, can you take me off this email list? And then like, this happened on Friday. From Friday to uh, yesterday, it was like, like hundreds of emails of like people saying the same thing people saying please take me off this list and then people start sending memes people sending memes saying uh, like um, you know Barney Grumble like it's it begins because apparently yeah, this, yeah. this is something that happens like every few months okay uh, okay okay yeah it was, it was pretty glorious that's, so that's like a little desert island community where it just devolves into like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like infighting but just yeah. it's an email list though yeah and it's like people say please take me off this list it's like do they really think someone's going to do that? Like, yeah, who's going to do it? And if you guys sending those emails weren't sending them, there would be no need to take anyone off. Yeah, yes. like, stop replying. And then, yeah, and, and yeah, exactly. And then it ends up being like lots of emails of people saying, please stop replying all, please stop replying <laughs> but all. But then they're doing it. <laughs> I know. I was like, to one of those people saying, please stop replying all, just stop, don't reply. And then yeah, yeah. loads and loads of people were sending out like screenshots of instructions on how to take themselves off the email list. But yeah. Then that ended up just going to everybody like over and over and over. And it was it was wonderful. And I think amazing. all you can do at that point is add more people to the list <laughs> and just see what yeah. happens. Yeah, so I, I, I came in came in yesterday morning and saw just mail it out to all your friends. Yeah, as well. Yeah, when you see two hundred uh, unread uh, emails after lunch, you're like, oh god, what happened? Yeah, yeah. yeah. something's gone down here. <laughs> all right, we do a bust the booster. Oh, we oh, yeah. will. Yeah. Do you want uh, vicious conquistador or uh, Raska? This is on the front of the pack. Yeah. Oh, Vicious Conquistador, I think. Okay. Yeah. Or so grazing it's a worse card, so that bodes, bodes better for oh, our that's, quite, that's quietly. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. We, we first picked a wrapper. Yeah, we first picked a wrapper. That's fine. Yeah. That's a, a, definitely a worse pick than the token. That's true. Depends on the token. Um, the checklist yeah, card is... This uh, label. The back of this token has sort of three nice people playing a game of magic. That's nice. That's cool. 
Possibly two games of Magic, I don't know. All right, we're starting off with Fathom 3 Firebrand. Oh, it's a great that's card. Mine. One red for 2 2 with fire breeding of 1 red, so that's a great card. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Vanquish the Week, another great card. Another yeah. great card, yeah. Room Mana Instant Strike, Creature Power 3 or less. Slam it. Bishop Soldier. Oh, yeah. This pack is insane. Oh, this yeah, is very good. good so far. Okay, Jeez. Crash the Rampart's not great, but no. it's definitely still playable. Yeah. yeah. Never first pick, though. Uh, one with the Wind. Yeah, another solid, solid card. Solid yeah. card yeah. Yeah. Queen's Bay Soldier, also very solid. Yeah. Alright, here's our first oh, yeah. uh, stinker. Ooh. Ritual of Rejuvenation, two and a white instant, gain four life draw card. Yeah, I've never played this card and I never will. Yeah. <laughs> it's looking like a contender for worst card in the pack. Yeah. I mean, I could see sideboarding it in like a vampire deck where you're not the aggressor. If I had, is Crested Sunmare in this set? No, <laughs> no, that's a that's an era devastation okay. card. Well, yeah, I don't think I'm ever playing this card. All right, we have another bad one, but I've seen a lot of people play this card much more than in previous formats. It's uh, Unknown Shores. Yeah, I play this card like. Probably a decent amount of the time when I pick it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, like it just lets you splash something, and if you're splashing something expensive, you don't usually care if it gets one mana more expensive if it's yeah. powerful enough to bother. That's true. Splashing. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I think that's certainly playable. Yeah. Yeah, I think because of treasure, there are a lot of decks that want to splash in yeah. this format, yeah. and then you know you're you're pretty much always going to throw in one of these because you're just like, well, I want to guarantee that I actually can make my splash. Yeah. Um. It's still gone in this bad pile, though. Yeah. Uh, as one of the potential worst picks. Um, Cancel is also, I think, gone yeah. in this bad pile. It's definitely a card that people play in sideboards. I've played this in the main deck more yeah. than once, just because the I feel like the there are so few playables in this set mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. uh, you end up playing cards like Cancel probably because, more often than you yeah. normally would. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But yeah. I do still think it's in this yeah, last yeah. Thing yeah. Especially, especially out of this pack, which is yeah. Yeah. excellent so okay. far. All right, Rigging Runner, another great card. That's oh, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Red mana for a 1-1 one, one first strike and has Raid. Enters the battlefield with plus one, plus one counter on it if you attack with a creature this turn. So that's our first uncommon. Mm -hmm. Second uncommon is Marauding Looter. Oh, yeah. That's very good as well. Mm -hmm. I would say it's uh, it's two colors, so we're slightly less likely to pick it. True, true. But it's, it's definitely... very good, though. It's yeah. definitely not going to wheel. No. No. So it's a 2 blue red for a 4-3 pirate and it has a raid at the beginning of your end step. If you attack with a creature this turn, you can draw a card. And if you do, discard a card. Um, our next card is a lurking chupacabra. This is a card that I thought was like insane. Yeah, it looked yeah, really good, but I've never played it and I've never seen anyone play with it. Same, yeah. yeah. I don't really understand why. I guess people just don't play decks that are that heavy on exploring. So it's not as much of a powerhouse as kind of people thought it would be yeah and like the explore cards that you do play tend to be early drops so like you can't really like yeah. sandbag them until you've already played your it's true your yeah. lurking chupacabra yeah, yeah. And, and they're good enough by themselves that you don't need like a payoff yeah like yeah I think the, ex the explore deck just doesn't come together that much in the format it's supposed to, like this black green kind of uh, yeah no I've seen it a few times but like it, yeah, it, it doesn't uh, happen very often yeah. I don't think I've ever come close to drafting it it's never even yeah. entered my head yeah. to try and be black green like alright well we have a foil in this pack and, okay. uh, oh, so yeah. now this this unknown shores over here is definitely in the bad pile because we've got a foil around. oh Oh, baby, Ooh, yeah, nice class. That's yeah. actually a nice foil, too. Yeah, it is. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Well, be pretty, pretty old. I think, um, I mean, if we're picking, if we're making picks uh, for a, a big tournament, mm. uh, we're more likely to pick the non foil one because we're going to be on coverage and we don't want it to be messing up. That's true. And you want to signal that, uh, you could have taken a normal unknown shores by showing them that there's still a foil oh, one in the pack. So yeah. you're, you're signaling that you could be on the unknown shores deck. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. deck that is. The yeah. unknown deck. All right, there's, <laughs> let me, we haven't done any favorite text this week. No, um, this is the favorite text of unknown shores, right? What, we, who says this? That's what I want okay. to know. Yeah. Just imagine what's waiting around the, the bend. 
adventure, discovery, riches for the taking. This is why I sail. Is it Captain Lannery Storm? It is. That's Captain how that's how I always Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our rare is a Regisaur Alpha. Whoa. Okay, so that's unfortunately not an unplayable rare. Damn no, it. no. Yeah. I can put this sanguine sacrament that I have over here in the pack if you want. Oh yeah, it's I actually gave uh, I, I do a job where with uh, where I work with little kids yeah. and I gave one of them some magic cards just that were like in my bag or whatever the right. kid collects Pokemon cards yeah. so I thought he'd like these and uh, the rare I gave him was a foil sanguine sacrament nice. oh yeah nice. very excited by he loved it, it. he actually loved twice it twice X life yeah, yeah it, took, it took a while to explain the algebra mechanic to him yeah. since he was like 10 years old yeah. but uh, yeah no, he loved it so pretty yeah, cool yeah. He'd, nice. probably, he'd probably take that out of this yeah, pack. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, what do we think here for our, like, Worst our, la- pack. our last pick? What's going last pick oh, out of this it's pack? it's ritual. Like, yeah. ritual yeah. Think it's ritual? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the Unknown Shores is just going to get picked up by someone who's like, yeah, I might splash. Yeah. And then the cancel will just get picked up for somebody's sideboard or because they have yeah. a weak first pack. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And best card in the pack if we're making an actual pick, obviously, Regisaur Alpha. Yeah. Slam dunk. Yeah, a long really. way. Yeah. And then the next one, maybe the Firebrand? Firebrand was... The Looter is the next actual best card, yeah. but it's gold. Yeah, like so is Regis or Alpha, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter for Regis or Alpha. Yeah, it's but like the Looter... Possibly one of the best rares in the set. Yeah, the Looter I don't really want to first pick. Not really. Yeah. So yeah, I'd probably just take the Firebrand. Yeah. Alright. Or maybe the, maybe the Bishop's Soldier, just because... Yeah, it depends what your preferences are, really, I think. Yeah, the Black White comes together a lot more often, I think. And... Um... Yeah, yeah, like you're probably safer because the good payoffs for the black white deck are common. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you um, should pass another red cards as well. True. You, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so we have on our docket today. We have the kind of incident that happened over the weekend with a whole lot of kind of harassment and and what have you in the magic community. And then we'll be talking about, um, on a lighter note, uh, I'll be talking about my my World Magic Cup prep. Oh, yeah. Secrets of success. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then we'll be giving our tournament report, which will be non-standard formats. Mm-hmm. And our deck of the week, also non-standard. Oh, my God. Eternal formats. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, properly eternal as well. Not the game eternal. No, no, no. The game not. is Magic the Gathering that we're talking about. Correct. If yeah. anyone didn't know that at this point... I feel sorry for you for listening. <laughs> well, I mean, after that exam pack, I wouldn't be so sure myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know this is our 40th episode? Oh, is it? Oh, well. Oh, oh, wow. Back. Jesus. So wow. they've been listening for 40 episodes. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. I mean, fair play. Yeah. I mean, fair play. We'll be doing it every week for 40 episodes. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah we haven't missed a week, which is impressive. Yeah, yeah. We've been close a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. I haven't, haven't missed a week. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I've been told I haven't been very good at commitment, but, well, look at me now, Samantha. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> Friend of the show. She can't look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Great radio. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, the first thing that we wanted to talk about was, on a, on a more serious note, um, is the kind of, the, the issues that happened over the weekend with kind of harassment coming to the fore in the magic community, specifically kind of the YouTube, or it's more around the the hobbyist side than the competitive side. Yeah, like the content creating Exactly, side, yeah, guess, exactly, yeah. yeah. So basically what happened was, um, this was over the, I know this was thanks, Thanksgiving weekend for for um, the American listeners, mm-hmm. but yeah, for us it was like normal weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was Christine Sprankle, who is a, kind of the the mother of magic cosplay, I guess. Mm-hmm. She is like the first magic, well-known magic cosplayer, uh, basically said that she's kind of quitting magic cosplay 
and the magic community as a whole due to uh, the abuse that she's received over the past year or so, I think mm. she said. Yeah, yeah. And then a whole lot of other uh, content creators came out to say that they had received similar abuse. Um, I think it was Tellerian Community College and uh, Wedge from the Mana Source, yeah. mm-hmm. a few other people. Um, people make it, made some video, or the professor made some videos about it from on mm. Tellerian Community College. Mm. And basically the, the, the source of the harassment was um, MTG HQ, or previously known as MTG HQ, currently, I believe, Unsleeved Media, but the, yeah. the guy's name is Jeremy. Yeah, he's gone through a bunch of names and stuff, Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah. Basically, in efforts to rebrand himself after a previous yeah, yeah. toxic situation like this. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's it. And, like, you know, this is the age that we live in, like, death threats and all those other things being sent to people. It's just really not not okay people using the internet as a as a shield no it's yeah. awful like if did you guys watch the professor's video yeah yeah, so, yeah that's yeah. actually yeah that's a great video it, it kind of gives you the whole story and context because I, I didn't have much context of uh, who jeremy was or what, what yeah. he put done before yeah uh, yeah and that, that video the professor put up was real eye-opener yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was, it was shocking uh, I'll, I'll link that in the show notes sure. as well. yeah it's, it's very worth watching and he shows a lot of like the evidence of kind of uh, some the abuse that, that people were receiving and stuff from this guy. And yeah, it's just like, it's it's kind of like, it's not just about him, it's about the fact that like, because he had this platform to abuse people yeah. and he had like, the guy had, has what, what like 150,000 subscribers mm-hmm. on YouTube something or something like, that, like yeah. that. And a bunch of Twitter followers and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So it's the fact that like, he he's able to use this platform and get all these, these people just like doing the same thing basically once you yeah. see select someone to to harass and abuse and makes yeah. makes a video about them mm-hmm. or whatever uh, and yeah it's really, it's really even, horrible even if he doesn't directly say to people you know harass this person sure he yeah, is yeah. giving license to all those people yeah. to do that by singling that person out exactly yeah, yeah, and his like his his quote unquote defense is oh I'm just you know oh, I'm just being sarcastic and it's just being satirical yeah and like whether or not that's true uh, he's still yeah he's still kind of creating a haven for these kind of discussions to 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 propagate exactly and, uh, and yeah there's almost like has this mob behind him that uh, like the professor himself said that you know after after videos made about Tenarian Community College the professor does a flood of, flood of emails from all these people flood of emails and messages and stuff uh, from um, OCPD's followers yeah uh, and that's something that's that's like a regular occurrence like. Yeah, um, and people all, like people who do this always use this excuse that it's just like trolling or mm-hmm. a prank or a joke or whatever, and like it's just there is no difference between that and like bullying and abuse and harassment. No. You know yeah, I mean? it's, it's like, if you're causing psychological damage to someone, it's yeah. not it, regardless of how much you are trying to say it's a joke. It's not a joke anymore. Yeah, yeah, and I would say that is something to take away from this: is that like, I, like anyone who's listening, if you've ever thought like that you know something was just trolling or whatever and like people's feelings are actually getting hurt like that's not a defense that's yeah. not that's not a real thing no, you know what i mean no, it's, it's like really just yeah. it's something that people have come up with in the last few years to like justify being an asshole on the internet yeah like, yeah and the fact that it's just quote unquote trolling yeah um yeah and i got a depression uh jeremy has like he, he's kind of said it to me multiple times like oh and it's, it's it's just my sense of humor it's almost like he's saying oh you're not you're not everyone else you're not smart enough to get my humour because it's so yeah. nuanced and so difficult to you know to, to, to see. Yeah. Like, I, like from like speaking from personal experience, I think uh, or just from personal experiences in general, uh, like I find out whenever anyone describes whenever anyone says, uh, oh, I'm a, people don't people don't really get me because I'm so sarcastic. That basically means that kind of translates to, uh, oh, I'm really um, 
I'm not very funny because no one ever laughs when I make jokes. <laughs> yeah. and, I, that, and that's that's basically what's happening here. I think is that uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna make more and more extreme yeah, jokes yeah, exactly and until I get a reaction. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's it's almost like when he started getting when when this guy Jeremy started getting more like reactions like that, he then he said, "Oh well, this will be the thing I do now." And, yeah, and, he and just and doubled kind of, down on it. Yeah, exactly, instead yeah. of yeah. being like an actual reasonable human being and apologizing and. Mm. And, uh, and 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 changing your position or your way of thinking. No, he just doubled down and just continued to do the same thing. Yeah, and kind of even after all this stuff has come out and stuff, he made a video that was like sort of trying to get more PR for himself, saying, "Oh, they're trying to ban me and stuff like yeah. that," and you know, talking about oh, political yeah, correctness yeah. gone mad and yeah. all. It's it's again, it's all the same stuff that it's yeah, uh, it's the same thing that's happening in the political sphere with the alt right and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's ridiculous, but like, I don't know if this guy like should just get shut down yeah he yeah. should he should just get banned like he yeah. should get banned from YouTube he, he should get banned from Twitter he yeah. should he I presumably will get DCI banned I would be very surprised if he didn't mm-hmm. although as multiple people have pointed out like that doesn't really stop anybody no it's not really going to stop him doing anything like it doesn't seem like he's an actual active tournament player yeah he you know he just opens booster boxes and basically, harasses yeah. people on YouTube that's yeah. kind of yeah. his hobby I guess exactly. to do basically, magic yeah. Yeah. yeah Um. but yeah I don't know it's horrible but so, like, I guess we can talk about this, not just in the context of this guy, but, like, more in the context of, like, people who do receive abuse, like, mm-hmm. in the magic community. Yeah. And in sort of any hobby community, which tends to be, like, minorities, women, mm-hmm. like, people, like, outside the heteronormative, like, sexual and gender. Yeah. Like, spectrum. um, Like... Yeah, it's like, this is not okay to treat anybody differently like this. Like, whether you're a guy with 150,000 followers on YouTube making videos about it, or you're just someone who, like, makes a snide remark at the shop you play at. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, they're basically just as bad as each other because you're just, like, using the platform you have to make someone feel bad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you can just see the other person more. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I think that most people would hope that magic can be as inclusive as possible. I mean, um, it should be. There's no reason yeah, it shouldn't be. Like, any exactly. hobby that, like, you know, kids flock to when they're teenagers and it's, like, uh, like, kind of any gaming community or, like, something that's deemed as nerdy, it's, like, people who are outsiders especially should feel welcome. Yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. And that's, that's what a lot of people feel when they come to these games is they already feel like they're kind of running away from what normal people do or they might feel a bit yeah um anxious about about their own social lives in school or at home or whatever it is because they're not quite the same as other people yeah. they don't have the same interests and then for them to come and find a place where oh these people have the same interests as me but then to still experience the yeah. the same kind of bullying or um or exclusion exclusion is um really sad i think yeah and it definitely. just shouldn't happen no it shouldn't happen like even and as well like I would say even if you don't do this yourself because like most people probably go oh well that's not me I don't make those comments yeah. you've probably heard people make those comments mm-hmm. and like you're enabling it as well if you let that stuff slide yeah so I'd say pretty much just have to call people out yeah, yeah. basically yeah. like in the context of magic playing at a shop like you should call a judge if you hear someone say you know a sexist comment yeah or, well I mean you can you can just say hey that's not cool to say but a lot of people who play magic and games like that are also shy yeah so exactly, that yeah. would be a recourse is call a judge tell the judge what you heard 
the judge will know what to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or do both. Like even if you yeah. if if you feel comfortable calling calling them out for it, that's great as well. Yeah. But just in terms of like the magic tournament rules, you should also call the judge yeah. because it's against True. the rules to do stuff like that in the context mm-hmm. of playing magic. Yeah. But also just don't do it because, you know, be a decent human being. Yeah. 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 But like it is important to call a judge as well because um these things are noted. Yeah. If exactly. you just keep yeah. letting the person away with it it's like cheating if you just keep yeah. you know someone you see someone make some dodgy things you just go i won't call a judge it was probably an honest mistake this time but then if the same person just keeps doing that every time and nobody calls a judge on them anytime they're never going to get enough warnings to have any kind of um negative results from it so they'll just feel free to keep doing it so yeah, yeah the best thing to do is call a judge yeah and like uh, like christine sprankle like after receiving like a year of abuse has decided to like walk away from magic like imagine how many people who've just gone to a local shop and just heard, like, one remark directed towards them who just, like, never went back yeah, to yeah, watch yeah, it again. Yeah. You know? like Just quietly, like, oh, no, that place doesn't seem like the nicest place to be. So. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And, like, that's not what magic should be for no, anybody. Yeah, yeah. No. Even just in terms of self-interest, you want more people to play against. That's it, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, like... Yeah, and, 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 and well, without, without kind of giving too much uh, weight on uh, Jeremy's narrative or whatever, but, like, yeah. his narrative is that everything that we spend the last few minutes talking about is bad for the game for whatever other reasons like oh this inclusiveness or this quote unquote political correctness is ruining the game for I don't know whatever reason he's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know like, like I just can't imagine yeah. the reason like, yeah, I, I think I think it's just, it's, this is his platform he's found his audience his audience loves this shit sorry shit Okay. I said, I said yeah. it again there <laughs> 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 we swear don't just swear again PG-13 and now it's PG-13 but yeah, and so it's it's yeah, it's almost like you just carved out his audience, and then and then and I even like, and I I kind of went down a bit of a Twitter rabbit hole. I was like, you know, looking at tweets he he's been sending and kind of uh, you know, replies that he's been getting. And yeah. there are people who there are people that egg on his his uh, harassment. Oh yeah, and there's plenty of people. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you just you don't really think about that people like this exist, but then they just do. That's what yeah, always yeah. just mystifies me. Yeah. And it's it's also a shame that it could ha- that it has to happen in in this kind of in our magic community or whatever because um I like I know Wizards is a corporate company and they do things for PR and whatever, but I feel like they are a company that cares about inclusiveness and they are a mm. company that wants everybody to enjoy their game and they have actively tried over the past what, five, six years, probably longer than that, but mm especially in the last five, six years, to include people of other ethnicities, people of other, um, um, you know, on the, the like you were saying, the, about the heteronormative spectrum yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Just gender identities. Yeah, and, gender yeah, identities, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, they, they, they purposely try to put those characters in their game so that those people feel mm. accepted. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's a shame that this still is the case. No, like, yeah, if, if anyone's opinion is that's, like, ruining the game or, like, that's not what magic is, you just, like, you don't understand what magic is. <laughs> yeah. Or what it should be. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Is it more likely that you're ruining the game? Yeah. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, anyway. you know what's not ruining the game? What? 
David Wolves on his rampage across the world with the Irish team. <laughs> that's, that's true. true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's our segue then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless there's more to say about this, but yeah. not really. No, that's that's it. I, I did just want to say that yeah. I used to watch. I actually used to watch Jeremy's videos. Yeah. Like when I very when I first started the game, I used to watch him like opening packs mm. on YouTube, and I was like, "God, oh, this guy opens packs. This is great." Mm. But then he just like went very insane. Yeah, over yeah. a period of yeah. time, and I yeah. like immediately unsubscribed from him. I think when I made the Twitter for the podcast, I like followed him, not knowing who he was. I was just yeah. following just like NTG accounts. accounts. Yeah, yeah, and like I think in my first or second time, like looking at the news feed for the Twitter, I I was just like, nah, no, I don't think I'm okay. Gonna yeah, this, like, <laughs> this person. Yeah, I don't even remember what what he said yeah, or whatever, yeah. but I just yeah. remember being like, no, don't think I want. That's not okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah well, I think one of his videos popped up with my kind of recommended things a while ago. I was like, oh, yeah. click on this, and it wasn't just like, well, obviously the obviously his content was pretty shitty, but. Uh, like the things he was talking about was pretty shitty but mm-hmm. uh, it was like it was so obvious that like, what he was saying wasn't scripted it was like 10 minute long video of him like humming and hawing and like yeah, he's taking a, a really long time to get to the point he was about to make and it was just very <laughs> frustrating um, yeah that is true uh, yeah. anyway yeah it's not about him he should be banned but yeah. also everyone else who does this yeah. should also uh, go away yes yeah, exactly. <laughs> get out of the community and yeah if you see behaviour people who are driving people away, call them out for it. Yeah. Yeah. In or, my opinion. or, you know, change your ways. Just accept that you did a bad thing and it's a, try yeah. to be yeah, like grow apologetic. Up. Yeah. yeah. Like what, what happened with Efro? Yeah. Right, right, right. Like, or Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge? When you say mend your ways, reminded me of Christmas oh, okay, Carol. Okay, okay. We, should, we should turn up to uh, Jeremy's house on Christmas Eve <laughs> dressed as three ghosts. We are the ghosts of magic past, present, yeah. and future. <laughs> Legacy, <laughs> modern, and standard. No, um... <laughs> Time Spiral Future Sight and what's the other one Plane Plane Shift Shift. yeah Yeah, yeah. anyway yeah that's that's probably enough about that but we just felt like we should address it so we're not we're not saying anything new but uh, I feel like it's important for us to say absolutely and and Wizards said that they're going to make some do some action or make some statement or something they did make a statement on Twitter but they, they have still to do something I don't know yeah, and like I don't think we're going to talk about this again. If Probably we make not. a statement like we're like it's you know whatever we're not about yeah, everyone magic it, drama anyway. or gossip or yeah, whatever. No. But like yeah, I feel like everyone should come out against this behavior. Yeah, so, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the World Magic Cup prep. So I haven't really talked about this so far on the podcast. Um, but the, so the World Magic Cup is this begins this Friday. Uh, I'm flying over to Nice on at six o'clock on Thursday morning. Ooh. Bright and early. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I have to go stay in my mom's house. Um, so, what what do you guys want to know about? Well, well how where will I start? Will I start with sealed or standard? Yeah, um, I guess let's start with. Oh, we start with just the idea of being a team event. Yeah. Okay. What's what's um, Yeah. So like getting to know your teammates. Let's yeah. With that. Yeah. So in like a team GP, I don't know if many of our listeners have been to team GPs or not before. I, I haven't been to a mm-hmm. Team GP before, but in a Team GP, you choose your team, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, uh, maybe, like, three of us are planning to go to a Team GP yeah. next year, so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll just be a team together. Yeah. But in this case, you know, the team was chosen by an outside method, basically. Well, mm-hmm. outside, in comma, inverted commas. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 the team captain for each country is the person with the most pro points for mm-hmm. the... 2016 to 2017 season so which was that was Michaeli Gravina yeah Michaeli Gravina yeah so he's our team captain and then the other two members are chosen by in the past it's been WMCQs World Magic Cup qualifiers so Mm -hmm. we've had there's three of those over the course of the year and 
the winner of each was on the team. But in this case, uh, those have been uh, scrapped and they brought back nationals. So in this case, it was the winner and the finalist of nationals. Okay, so that's how me and Dave got onto the team. Mm -hmm. So it's good for me that I like both of the players who are on the team. Definitely, both of the yeah, other players. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you I, know both of them relatively well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we yeah we all know each other relatively well. We all go to we're all competitive in the in the community here, and we you know see each other at PPTQs and things like that. Yeah, all play at the same LGS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know that's that's great. But in other countries, it, I could see that being a problem because especially in bigger countries where not everybody knows each other, or like you mm. have someone from a city on one side of the country and a city on another side of the country meet for the first time in the finals and it's like oh hey you're my teammate great <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and it's then strange. to coordinate from so far away like we're lucky we all live in Dublin and not just in the county of Dublin we all live in Dublin City yeah. pretty much so like it was really yeah. pretty handy for us I mean I know Magic Online is a really useful testing tool for those teams that were, uh, live far apart but um, just for us as a small team as or as a small Magic community in Ireland I think it was pretty good that we were able to gel pretty well as a team Definitely. Yeah, and, I'd, yeah. and I'd say you were saying you all live close together and Magic Online is great, but the one thing it's not great for is something that you guys practice a lot, which yeah. is Team Sealed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you want to tell us about that? Uh, yeah. Prep for that? Yeah. So the Team Sealed format for the World Magic Cup is Ixalan. So the way Team Sealed works is that you have your three, pair, three players and you get 12 packs. So it's double the amount of packs mm. for three times the amount of players. You open your 12 packs, you register your pool, and then you build your three decks. Yeah, and then you have a shared sideboard. No. no, we have to actually spill up the cards. For oh, really? okay. See, I yeah. didn't realize that part. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's we we were lucky that you know we, we won lots of packs at nationals, mm -hmm. <laughs> so we were able to do like lots of sealed pools, basically real mm. real life sealed pool team yeah. sealed pools uh, to practice. So we, that was that was kind of the focus of our testing to start with. Um, I think that's very important, like getting comfortable with that, because there is a time limit on building your deck. Yeah, at, at the World Magic Club, mm, obviously, yeah. when you get your seal pool, it's seventy minutes, so it's it's pretty, it's pretty generous. But yeah. like between red, like that's what I, what is it, one hundred and eighty cards or something to register? Oh, there's yeah. a lot of cards to register. It's one hundred and eighty. Yeah. 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 So like that's a lot of cards to open and register and sort and build decks with yeah. in like in a short amount of time. So yes, you're you're absolutely correct. It is really important that we are now comfortable with the format and we can build the decks pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a system and stuff in, in place and Yeah. yeah so the system it. the system that we worked with is so, you know, Ixlan fortunately for some, unfortunately for others is a relatively straightforward seal format. Mm -hmm. uh, it's fortunate for me because limited is not my strong suit when it terms to comes to play. Uh, I think I'm, I, you know, I'm fine, but I'm not exceptional. Mm. Um, I would say this year in general, probably the team as a whole is weaker at the limited side of things than maybe yeah. the average team would be. That's yeah. true. So it's probably a, bo a bonus for us that Ixlan is relatively yeah, straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, you know, Ixlan is all about the tribal synergies. So that's where you go. Uh, the way we've done it is we you know we each take four packs we open them we split them into colors then one person takes black black and white so give, give one person all the black and white cards another person takes all the green and blue cards and then the third person takes all the red multicolored artifact cards and lands yeah so it's pretty obvious so one player is just seeing what the merfolk deck looks like straight off the bat one player is looking what the vampires deck looks like straight off the bat basically and then yes. you have the red cards which kind of tend to fit into more decks yeah, yeah yeah so if you have a nuts vampire deck and a nuts merfolk deck 
then you're just going to make a leftover deck out of your red cards and whatever other color complements yeah. the red cards yeah. the best. Sometimes, uh, well, basically, after we separate out the cards into the colors, we go through them for playables and unplayables and kind of see where the color's pointing. So, you know, if you're if you're looking at the black-white deck or the black-and-white cards and you find that you have, like, a few Bishop Soldiers, uh, a couple of, like, maybe an Adanto Vanguard, mm-hmm. um, a couple of anointed deacons you're like okay this is really good payoff for for black white vampire so let's try and let's try and make that mm. same thing with blue green murfolk you have to look at your river herald herald's boons you know your branch walkers yeah. tempest callers look for those kind of cards uh, jade guardians and river sneak also mm. and then the red red cards you have a lot of generically good red cards so you have like a lot of the pirates are really good a lot of the um dinosaurs are good and aggressive mm. So generally, that's what your decks are going to look like. But there are other combinations. Sometimes you lay out the deck and then you go, actually, on second thought, once this is all laid out, there's a big gap here on four or there's a gap here on three mm-hmm. uh, or this deck has no removal. So let's try a different formulation. Let's see what the uh, Red Green Dinosaurs deck looks like or let's see what the Blue Black Pirates deck looks like. And I think often the Blue Black Pirates deck is what you're going to build when you want to uh, salvage your third deck. Right, that is makes when sense. you have like a yeah. crappy third deck. You just go right. We're just going to splash loads of cards in this deck because yeah. it's like yeah, there's yeah. lots of treasures and stuff. Sure. Um, and sometimes it's just the best deck also because sometimes you just have busted pirate rares or whatever. But the the advantage of this format is that you basically always get to play all your rares unless they're unplayable. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're you're you know you're making use of every color between mm-hmm. the three yeah, decks yeah. most likely. Yeah, and if uh, you know something is multicolored, you can usually either splash it or build whatever deck that is. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So if you're making your blue black pirates deck, you're going to be able to play your marauding looter probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much been our process for Team Sealed. Um, so you know we've we've done a few builds where we timed ourselves, and we actually gave ourselves a more stringent time limit because we didn't know the time limit at the time. Mm-hmm. So we gave yeah. ourselves fifty minutes, which is kind of the usual for. Mm for builds but it's actually 70 minutes so you'd be yeah. pretty comfortable then yeah. Yeah, yeah and I mean there weren't many that many times when we went to time sometimes you need to do some some amount of like at the end discussing one or two cards here or there it's like does this deck need this card more or does this deck need this card more like I find that Mark of the Vampire uh, and maybe One with the Wind are cards that that happens with yeah yeah, like usually you don't, probably don't want two Mark of the Vampire in one deck. So you're you're like maybe oh we put one in Vampires, we put one in Blue Black Pirates or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, Pirates Cutlass is another card because it's colorless. That you're like, well, where do we put this card? Because it's it's obviously it's amazing in Pirates, but yeah. it's also very good in Black White Vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, I would mm-hmm. tend to put it in the Pirates deck just because the free equip is. Very, very good. It is yeah, a big yeah. part of why the card is, is good. Yeah. yeah, but also if you have if you end up having like two pirates cutlass, you know, do you want to split them or do you want to put them in one deck, you know? Mm, yeah, so that yeah. that kind of stuff. And then obviously at the end you have to decide who gets the sideboard cards. Sometimes it's kind of straightforward, like you know, your blue green Murfro deck is the only deck that's playing green, so you get all the green cards as your sideboard. Yeah. Um and then you might have to split the blue cards with another deck, or let's say the blue black pirates deck and the black white vampires, okay, we have to split the black cards between us. Um, you just kind of have to assess what each deck might need in the sideboard. Yeah, obviously you have a lot of cards left over because you're opening 12 packs, but how yeah. often did you actually end up have, having trouble splitting the sideboard cards? Because I feel like there's still not that many playables left over. No, to be honest, like most of the cards that you leave on the table end up being like your spreading rots, your demolishes. Your... Yeah. I mean, sometimes there's a couple of cards like Skittering Heartstopper. You can see that like that might be a card that your deck mm-hmm. might want access to or... Um, 
I don't know what else. What other cards? Just to get like, cards there's out. like some like crushing canopy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, things like that, or like looming Altasaur, like the pirates deck might vaguely want one of them at sure. some point in some yeah, way yeah. for some reason I don't know <laughs> idea why but maybe uh, maybe the opponent has a class of Red Maw or something <laughs> yeah um, so yeah, so yeah, we'll practice our, yeah so our boosted boosters have been good practice for that kind of deciding yes. what, 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 <laughs> what, what, exactly, yeah. uh, what can go where yeah. that's true and uh, have you played many team sealed matches as in like playing with the, with the pools that you've made and decks. just getting more comfortable with because obviously you're going to play against like the Vampire's deck is going to be better than, you know, the average Vampire's deck you play against in Limited. You know, they're going to have more Vampire Zeals if they want them. They're going to have more Bishop Soldiers just because you're opening so many more packs. Well, here's the thing. Like, the, the decks end up looking like draft decks. Yeah. Not yeah, like yeah. sealed decks. Yeah, So, definitely. like, normal Ixalan Sealed is actually kind of interesting, and there's actually a lot of, like, janky decks that come about in Ixalan Sealed because yeah. the tribes don't come together that often. But in this, basically, two of your tribes, at least, will always come together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the third one might be a bit of a leftover deck. So you're basically just playing draft decks. So draft can actually prepare you for this, like playing draft, not mm. the process of drafting, sure. can prepare you for the, the playing of this as well. To be honest, no, we didn't really play that many games. With I, I think yeah, most of the preparation is in the building. I think so. And getting, yeah. getting comfortable with each other. And also another thing is that, you know, you know, through this process, the guys helped me because they've been on World Cup teams before. Mm-hmm. But they were like, you know, the most important thing is communication and knowing how to communicate with each other and not like finding it on the day oh I don't really know how to tell somebody to stop doing that because yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. a bad play or a bad decision yeah, or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. so we had to kind of figure out that um, and also you know another thing that we put in was like okay who's going to play each deck Yeah. so you know we kind of just give our opinions on who feels comfortable with each deck and then the rule is if there's a couple of cards left to be decided the person who's playing the deck makes those decisions yeah, that's good that good way to do it yeah yeah, yeah. So then there's just kind of no fighting about it, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, and that's probably more important on the day than like having a 1% better deck than you would have. Even if it's the wrong choice, like having the yeah. person feel like it's their deck and, you know, their Yeah, their to take ownership and, of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's probably yeah. going to gonna get you more wins than just having a slightly better deck objectively, even yeah, if the yeah. decision's wrong. I think so, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was kind of our, our sealed practice. Um yeah, it was interesting for me working as part of a team. It's not something that I've ever really done before, like in magic context, obviously in work context and stuff. I have. Don't say that in job interviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would but, you say you're a lone wolf? Um, I would. Yeah, I'd characterize myself that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those would be my. That would be my exact choice of words. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's sealed. Um, I don't really know. I'm not sure what else I can say about it. Yeah. Did have something that I wanted to say? Um, yeah, I mean, just did you did you play much of the format going into it? Like, do, uh, do you feel familiar enough with the format? All the possible kind of tricks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel pretty, pretty, pretty okay about the format. Um, yeah. Like, I I didn't do that many drafts. Obviously, I did some drafts in preparation for nationals, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we you know we drafted at nationals and stuff like that. But like, I've seen the cards so many times now, and I've played games with them. So yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. yeah, I pretty much know all the. It's a pretty simple format the as well. Things. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, you, so you feel a lot more confident now than you would than than, than you did going into nationals. Even though, oh, even, yeah. even though, even I remember even nationals, you, you're you're fairly confident anyway. Then, but yeah, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I say now, it's just yeah, man, it's just yeah, man, the cards you see in the gazette. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, be fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we talk about team unified standard. Yeah, yeah. So team unified standard is weird. It is yeah. weird. Yeah, <laughs> we've been talking about it a bit off mic. 
we didn't really want to talk about it kind of on mic or whatever when, when no. you guys were figuring it out. Yeah. And also just good to be a weird thing to talk about. Most people are never going to play this format, so one <laughs> yeah. another. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's strange because at, at first thought you think, okay, standard is pretty figured out. Everyone knows what the best decks are. Yeah. But then you go, okay, well, like, if I'm playing Teamer, then I'm using all the best cards for, like, three out of the four best decks in the format. Yeah. yeah. So just very quickly, I'll, I'll explain what Team Unified Standard is like, because they actually, they, re, they changed the rules, like, last year or two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like so basically, it means that, um, you know, you're playing, you're playing a team of three people, or you are in a team of three people, <laughs> and between all three of your decks, there must be no more than four copies of a card. Mm-hmm. So all of your decks have to be, you know, if you stacked all of your decks on top of each other, they could be a standard legal deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, and can people split play sets of cards between decks? Yeah. So in the past you could, yeah. but now you can't. Yeah. Basically. Okay, right. yeah. If you want to play two copies of a card, well, you better maximize that uh, the value you're getting out of those two copies because now nobody else has access. To yeah. Them. You can't. Except play... for basic lands, of course. You can. Yeah. yeah. Basic yeah. lands, whatever, we, whatever way you want. That'd be a difficult format. <laughs> that would be very <laughs> difficult. Yeah. No one plays mono red. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just playing mono red, mono black, mono white. Yeah, It'll be yeah. Fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's basically how it works. So you know the it leads you down some paths where you know yeah, like as you said, you, mm-hmm. you consider you know a lot of people, most people would consider teamer to be the best deck, and you probably want a teamer player on your team. You want a teamer deck, but that creates a problem because probably the second best deck is mono red. And Chandra and Glorybringer and a Braid are pretty important in Mono Red, even if they're only in the sideboard. Yeah. And Teamer takes well. all those. Yeah, Magnus yeah. Bray, even in the sideboard of Mono Red. Teamer takes all those cards. Yeah. And, and needs them with the Chandra and the Glorybringer more than Mono Red does. And well. the Braid, yeah. And the Braid, yeah. 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 More than Mono Red does, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're you're kind of um you're weakening your Mono Red deck by playing a Teamer deck. So yeah. then is Mono Red even a good choice? Don't yeah, know. you don't yeah. have a sideboard plan anymore in mono yeah, red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Or you 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 kind of have to go back to basics with the mono red. You have to do a lot of testing and think about it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then another another choke point in the format is just sideboard cards in general. Like for example, negate. There's a lot of yeah. decks with blue in the format. A lot mm. of decks have negate in the sideboard. Maybe three, maybe even four copies. Mm. I've seen yeah. teamer decks with four copies in the, yeah. in the sideboard. Um, so that's another kind of bottleneck. But we are lucky in some ways that there are a lot of decks that are quite diverse in this format. So we have like we have at least two decent aggro decks, which are mono red and mono black. And even you could also consider mono white vampires if you really wanted. Sure. Um, yeah. We have two really good mid-range decks, which are Teamer and Sultai. Mm-hmm. And then you have the kind of off-the-wall decks or the control decks, like um, you have like Blue-Eyed Approach, Esper Approach... Blue black control. Blue black control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have a number of gift decks of all different kind of stripes, and the same for tokens. Loads of tokens decks. Yeah, um, and then you have even oddball decks like the Topters deck and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, the oddball decks are kind of tough in this format. Yeah, I think I think Grix is is pretty tough because that takes so many good cards from so many other colors. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. uh, that you can't you, it really affect the other two decks. Hmm. So basically, you know, we had to try and figure out what what decks take as little away from each other as possible basically yeah. um, and we, we have figured out a configuration I'm not going to say it here on the podcast just because just in case I, I doubt there's anybody scouting the yeah, podcast yeah. For... sure we'll, we can talk about it after you win <laughs> yeah Reed exactly. Duke does yeah. takes yeah. his earphones off and throws them <laughs> on the ground on hearing this I'm sure he got a lot out of learned, learning about Team Seal though so. yeah yeah I'd say he did I'd say he did yeah you're welcome Reed yeah um, friend of the show <laughs> 
So yeah, that's that's kind of the difficulty of of standard at the moment. Luckily enough, we're all kind of standard is is pretty much our thing. All of us, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, but Katie likes modern as well, but. Yeah, we were able to have a lot of good discussions on standard, I think, and come to a place where we're all relatively happy with our choices. Maybe a few last-minute adjustments to make, you know, who gets particular sideboard cards or whatever. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're, I think we're in a good place about it. Yeah, I would say this is probably the, one of the strongest the team has ever been for the standard portion of the event. Good here. Yeah, <laughs> like it, I, th- I think it definitely has to be. And, like, a lot of that is the fact that uh, like the WMCQs are gone and Nationals was just standard and limited mm-hmm. because like previous years you'd have the winner of a modern WMCQ and suddenly they'd be playing standard yeah that's and, true you yeah. know I'm not I'm not calling out anyone specifically here yeah but I'm just saying that might not be their most comfortable format yeah whereas this time around everyone has to have played very well at standard basically yeah. to yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. to get there that's true yeah. that's yeah. true yeah. and that that's true for the other countries as well obviously mm-hmm. but like a lot of the kind of killer countries like there are going to be three pro pros on the team anyway, yeah. so yeah, doesn't yeah. doesn't yeah. matter all that much. Yeah, but it's 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 for a smaller country like Ireland, I think it's probably a, a big boost to mm-hmm. the the skill level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's not really too much more to stay on standard. You know, again, we 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 continue testing the decks. We test against each other. Mm-hmm. Test test a lot online. That's really all you can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, and, and that's huge because like we could have, you could see, look, look at some other uh, some other country's team and see it'll treat, it'll see it stacked with pro players. But like the fact that yeah, you all live so close to each other and that you have these are good at communicating with each other already, you, you yeah. know that, and then and these are practice a lot with each other. So uh, you know maybe that's like an edge that you certainly have that some teams might may not have. True. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and and maybe you know, because you're you're in a team environment, especially with the sealed, uh, that's going to be something that could stand for you more so than other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, True, true. Yeah. Um, another thing about the kind of team bonding or whatever is that uh, our captain, McKaylee, took us for a team lunch Class. for one of our testing sessions. Brilliant. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Great guy. <laughs> and uh, we're apparently, we've, we have to go for a team dinner on uh, Thursday night, I believe. Thursday nice. night or Friday night, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the night before the tournament, I think. Let's go yeah. back to competition. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, another thing that I wanted to kind of go through is the format of the tournament because it's a really weird tournament. It is very uh, strange, yeah. yeah. So it's like, uh, well, first of all, in team events, you have to choose who's going to be A, B, and C. Mm. You have to choose your seats and you sit in that seat for the for the whole tournament. Yeah. So there's a lot of, I think there's there's a lot of like metagaming to the who's in the seat. Um, who's in yeah. which seat so it's A, B, C and A always plays, plays against the other A B always plays against the other B and C always plays against the other C so I think there's some kind of logic of have the best player in the middle so that and but also maybe have the best player on the most aggressive deck mm. so that they can finish their game fast either way and then yeah. advise the other two players yeah that's that's some of the stuff that I've heard so I, I think as I was at this point this, this much makes sense to me that yeah. ZR, I can see that and now I think I was probably struggle to see the metagaming past this point yeah but then it's like well it's like well okay if you think that then you put the deck that's you, oh, yeah, yeah, that's sure. good against the, the aggressive deck like like if you think <laughs> that mono red is going to be in the middle the, the best player is going to be on mono red in the middle you just put your deck that's good against mono red in the middle yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Crescent Sun Mare Crescent Sun Mare Lifeline deck exactly yeah, yeah. Um, all those sacred cats uh, <laughs> So that's where the metagame okay, is, yeah, in, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sense in, yeah, yeah. Like, wh- where do you put each deck, as well as which player gets which yeah. deck, mm. you know? Yeah, so this is kind of starting off, so how many teams are going to... So you start off the, the assumption that the, 
best player plays a fast second middle. You know, how many teams are going to go by that and how many teams won't? And Yeah, you see, I don't know because this is my first World Magic yeah. Cup. This is my first team event, so I don't <laughs> yeah. know, basically. I'm kind of going with the, with the guys. I, my general, in general, my thinking in Magic is just go with the level one assumption. Yeah, definitely. That's what I would, that's my default, is like, just, yeah, that's fine. Unless you have a really, really strong read. Do Like we do. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. Unless you have a really strong read on, in, on, the, on the format or the, what the competition is going to be like, I think you should just go with what you think is the natural choice. Um, and this is such an out there thing to try and predict as well. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like you're not going to get... You could yeah, run yourself in circles it. trying I think to predict so. this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's only going to matter... It's only good, it's like going to make the assumption that they're on level two only matters for like the really, really good teams that you probably yeah. see later on in the tournament. Yeah. But you have to, you have to get there first. You know, that's something I always say. You have to get there first. True. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I makes mean, sense. we're going to be playing against a lot of like, you know, I, I'm not saying that we're an amazing team or anything, but we're going to be playing against a lot of like very normal other people, average Magic players like us from mm-hmm. other countries. I'm not saying that we're, on, we're just average or whatever, like we're good, but... Mm. We're going to be playing against other players who are on the same level as us, who are the same type of player as us. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like going to the pro tour where you're facing off against Reed Duke in one round, own turtle not turtle the next round, and mm-hmm. whatever the you know Pablo Vita Damaros the next round. Then you get a bye next round. Yeah. yeah, even though all of those players are in, no own turtle Mall's not, but yeah. Reed and Pablo are both in this tournament. But you know, yeah. Um, it's unlikely uh, that you're going to get killer after killer after killer exactly yeah, yeah you're just going to be playing against other normal magic players from another country that's yeah. going to be fine so you're you're probably not losing that much edge by just going with the level 1 assumption I sure. think yeah I can see that and I mean you can still just win your die roll and you know crush them with a mono red draw true yes true <laughs> you know um, so yeah the, the, the way to win a round is the so each you know three players can play against three players and each player each set of players plays you know a normal best of three match and the first team to have two players win their match wins the round and gets three points and mm-hmm. advances. Okay, So the, the, the structure of this tournament is, is as I said, very strange. Uh, on day one, there's three rounds of Ixlan team sealed. And then there's four rounds of standard, team unified standard. But teams that get to four wins are finished playing for the day. Yeah, you, just, you are in day two you're in and day you two. don't play the rest of your rounds. Yeah, and the rest of your rounds are treated as by, as wins. Yeah. And you're seeded for day two appropriately. So if you go 4-0, you're going to be one of the top seeds for day two. Yeah. It's because the rest of your, yeah. the, the other three rounds are considered as wins. Mm. But everyone um, will be going into day two starting with a, a fresh record, essentially. Basically, yes. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, so if you're kind of struggling, if you're a 3-3 going into round seven... You're one of the last teams still actually playing because other other teams are either eliminated or mm-hmm. are through today too. You know that you know that you're going to be one of the lower lowest seeds for, yeah, for day two. You'll play one of the four zeros on day oh, yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and I, I believe it's possible that three fours can sneak into day two. Oof. There's some combination of events where three fours can sneak into day two. That's pretty which crazy. is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then on day two, the structure determines is also weird. Uh, teams are seeded into four-player groups, mm-hmm. or four-team groups, and they play within the group. And if you get two wins in the group, you are... Same again. You go through the group, yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So if you 2-0 in the group... You're through. As the you're through. You don't have to play yeah. a third game from that group. Yeah. If you 0-2, you're eliminated... And then the teams who are one and one 
So, you know, mm-hmm. one team will be 2-0 and go through. One team will be 0-2 and be eliminated. Mm. And then the two teams who are 1-1 one and one will play the third round to see who gets through. So yeah. one team improves to 2-1 and one, another team falls to 1-2. Yeah. And, and that team is eliminated. Yeah, so then you'll have, what, how many groups is that? 16 groups? I think 32, 32 teams go into yeah. day two. So 16, no, no, sorry, be, uh, eight, eight, groups, eight groups of eight four. Groups four yeah. So you'll have, that'll be 16 teams going into top 32. And when you get into top 32, exact same process happens again. Mm-hmm. And then the the eight winning teams from there go into top the top eight, eight. Yeah. Which is single elimination. So basically it's kind of like a double elimination day two. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. It's very, very odd. So that's, that's basically how that works. So I'm looking forward to... I assume basically in, intentional draws just won't factor into this tournament. Or will they? Um, I don't... I'm so bad at tiebreaker math and stuff yeah. anyway. I can't even think how it would work. Yeah. I'd imagine everyone's going to be... Yeah, it's, IDs won't happen in day one anyway, right? No. Because yeah, once yeah. you get the record you need, you're just in day two. Yeah. Maybe at the bottom of the brackets, if you're saying people can sneak in at 3-4. Maybe people just go, might go 3-3-1. Three, three, yeah, and you might be able to ID into day two, but then oh, you're... Oh, man, I don't know. That's very weird, yeah. yeah, yeah know, someone's going to have to calculate that before yeah. you guys start the tournament. We're going to need... Uh, no, we're going to need Frank Carsten on coverage. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'll just have coverage in my ear. It's fine. Yeah. You know, I won't do that. That's cheating. Yeah, don't yeah, that's yeah. I'm not sure how that's going to work, but you know, we'll live and learn. Like, yeah. yeah, and you guys were tipped by uh, Rich Hagon in his article today. Yeah, Rich uh, Hagon wrote a wrote a preview yeah. article uh, about the World Magic Cup, and he kind of made a list of team the teams that he thinks are going to be in the top 32, 16, and then top eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he predicted us for the top thirty two, which um, is not good enough. Not no, good enough, basically. Enough, yeah, so. just going to blow him out of the water with that prediction. Make yes. the top eight, be fine. No, we're yeah. just going to win. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. just win. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I ho- hope. Hopefully, we do well. I, I would, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed. We open an absolutely busted sealed pool, three out of sealed, and then we only need to get one win to make day two. Yeah, you're gonna have to decide if one player gets two Vraskas or you split them up. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna have some there. You got Glory the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I think you guys are pretty well Scarab positioned. Gods, uh, Wingmate Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you guys. You guys are pretty well positioned. I think for the tournament. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think ever, everyone on the team. You know, it feels pretty comfortable, right? And stuff yeah. going into yeah. it. So yeah. Yeah. we have McKaylee and Dave were both previously on the nationals team. Yeah. So and you're going in as a as a newcomer. But, yeah. You know, you, you seem in good form for it. Yeah. So yeah, good luck. Yeah. Looking forward Absolutely. to. Let's yeah. look. And and next week uh, on the podcast, I'll probably give kind of a rundown of the process of going to. A tournament like this as well mm-hmm. that's yeah. a good idea um, yeah. just because like sometimes like I found myself in the finals and nationals without knowing like oh how does airfare work how do I yeah, you know, how do yeah, I organise yeah. things for this like do I have to contact wizards what's happening mm. um, and you do have to do all those things yeah. so yeah, yeah the, this, that might it might be useful mm. for other players you know you suddenly you find yourself in the finals of an RPTQ and you're like oh I'm, I'm going to the pro tour how do I organise that yeah uh, so yeah yeah um, Cool. And hopefully, I find myself there many more times. Yes, yeah, and all of us. Can you queue for the PT off this if you? Yeah, if we can't do well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was easy. Oh, yeah. yeah, brilliant. All right, we'll do that then. Yep. Uh, so that's it. Would you want to go into our tournament reports? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. So this is up to you guys. I didn't play any tournaments last weekend. Took a took a weekend of team team prep. Team prep. Yeah, I played. Uh, I didn't play any tournaments in person, but I played my first Legacy Challenge on Magic Online. Sweet. 
So, uh, so that was really fun. Uh, the competition is really, really tough in this tournament. It turns out. I just kind of, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like. I just built a, a legacy deck online, and um, I guess this is kind of segueing into deck of the week as well because we're yeah. going to talk about this deck. Sure. So I built uh, Punishing Maverick online just because it was kind of the cheapest, decent deck that I could see. I wanted to start practicing for legacy uh, before the GP, uh, the, the Team Trios GP next year. So I was trying this deck out. So. Uh, it is basically a variant on Maverick, which is the sort of green-white Hate Bears Knight of the Reliquary deck yeah. in Legacy, which runs red for the Punishing Fire Grove of the Burn Willows combo, mm-hmm. uh, and then it also runs the Thessalian Stage Dark Depths combo as mm-hmm. well. Class. So which you were saying is not actually standard in that list. That was your own. Well, maybe. no, in in it is standard in Punishing Maverick. Oh, okay. But sorry. Uh, then I was kind of messing around with other lists, and I tried adding it to, to normal Maverick after that. Okay, okay. But it, but it is pretty normal. This list just kind of plays less creatures because you're playing uh, the four Punishing Fires. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're playing an extra land mm-hmm. uh, compared to the normal list. But okay. basically, um, this list, the list I played, which uh, I I took from, uh, I don't know if the guy's name here. The guy. This came ninth at. The November 19th SCG Legacy Classic. Uh, sorry, we'll have his name in the notes because uh, I don't have it up on this. That's fine. But uh, so this is... So I'll briefly read out... I'll read out the... Sure. There's lots of one-offs, so I won't read it out. It'll take ages. Okay. But you got Death Rite Shamans, Mother of Runes, uh, some other Mana Dorks, a Gadok Teague to stop combo, yes. uh, a bunch of kind of one-off utility guys, then Stoneforge Mystics, Knights of the Reliquary, uh, and you've got four Green Sun Zenith to get all your, your one-offs. Uh, uh, a Jitte and a sort of fire and ice for your mystics uh, four swords as your removal for punishing fire uh, and then a sylvan library is just a nice little grindy card you just draw it whenever in the game and it's great draws the extra cards and you run so many fetches and stuff in this deck that you can constantly shuffle your oh, sylvan yeah. library it's like you're brainstorming cool. for free every turn even if you don't want to draw the cards and you're playing blue that's great yeah <laughs> and then you, you play all these weird lands as well one change I made to the deck was that uh, I added a dryad arbor which wasn't in this list, and I just thought, like, it's pretty good. It's just an amazing card against Liliana, the Veil. Yeah. That's um, yeah. basically most of the reason why it's in your deck. If you have a huge Knight of the Reliquary and you're playing against Jund or Junk or something like that, and they yeah. mm-hmm. make you sacrifice, you can tap your Knight of the Reliquary to go get your Dryad Arbor. Oh, oh, yeah. Sacrifice that instead. It's, yeah, it's kind yeah. of a big blowout. Uh, or tap it to get a fetch land and then sock your fetch land to get a dry arbor. That's <laughs> even bigger, which yep. is even better. Yep. Yeah, and you can try an arbor off your, uh, your Greens on Zeniths. Uh, you can, yeah, yeah. Green Sun Zenith on zero is kind of it, it. Basically, adds four more one mana mana dorks to your to your deck on nice. top of having your your death rites and your your noble hierarch and stuff nice. like that. That's really crazy. Um, so yeah, but uh, in the mana base, it's got all these weird one offs as well. But you're running a dark depths and a thespian stage uh, as a combo package, so you can fetch those both out with Knight of the Reliquary. Um, and make it twenty twenty that wins the game. If you guys haven't seen that before, it's uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I haven't seen it. No, free flying indestructible twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I usually whenever I play Lexi, I usually try to prevent that from happening. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then other weird lands. You're running a Caracas that you can get with your uh, Knight of the Reliquary just to, against Reanimator. That's really good. You can bounce yeah. their Gristle Round or whatever, and they, when they try and attack you, uh, then you're just running uh, Wastelands basically, which are insane. I was also running one Ramanap Excavator in this deck, okay. which is pretty great because you can get it off Sweet. Green Sun Zenith and then you can just wasteland them every turn. Or if they somehow dealt with your 2020, you can bring back the Thespian Stage oh, yeah. Dark Depth combo from the graveyard. Sweet. Yeah, so that's that's pretty nice. And then in the side, uh, I was playing three crop rotations, yeah. basically just siding more heavily into the sort of uh, land, into the aggro loam combo. Because mm. it's kind of a mix between a Maverick deck and aggro loam 
with with the punishing fire basically yeah. mm. and people have to deal with all these creatures and then if you side into like instant sort of based combo it can be really tough to, for decks to deal with uh, and then red elemental blast and pyroblast you get to play because you're running the red for this punishing fire splash um, and then chokes just kind of normal normal green and white hate cards are sort of the rest of the sideboard one weird thing is that list this list had no thalias in it mm. which uh, I thought like oh that's weird but like you know this guy did did well in an SCG classic I'll just give it a go so then going into my rounds round one I got paired up against Charbelcher uh, so I realised oh I really wish I had Thalia in this deck <laughs> so uh my opponent moves to six. I stay on seven. He keeps it on top. I'm like, that's good. Okay. He's on the draw. I play my land for the turn. I say, go. Uh, he doesn't play a land and passes the turn back. I'm like, oh, no, sorry. He was on the plane. So, okay. sorry. First of all, he scries to the top, doesn't play a land, and then passes the turn. So, then I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> I'm either going to win very easily because this guy doesn't know how to play magic, but that seems unlikely. So, that <laughs> probably, that. Yeah, that probably means I'm going to lose next turn. Yeah. So, then I was like, I don't have Thalia in my deck against this obvious combo deck. What do I do? So, <laughs> I just I just played a dork and passed, and uh, well, it's okay. Hopefully, next turn I can... It's a bit slow, and I can win with a Stoneforge Mystic next yeah. turn or something. Whatever was in my hand. Yeah, then on turn two, he, uh, he drew his card that he scribed to the top. Played Land Grant, which uh, he showed his hand, which had no lands in it, allowed him to get his Tiger from his deck, and then he played a few Rituals, played a Charbelcher, and killed me on turn two, after not playing a land on turn one. So, explain to me how this Charbelcher deck works. Uh, so, Charbelcher works, basically, Goblin Charbelcher is, I believe, a four-mana artifact that you can pay three and tap it to reveal cards from the top of your deck until you reveal a land, and it deals that much damage to target creature or player. Damage equal to the number of revealed uh, cards. Revealed cards, yeah. yeah. So the deck only plays one land. Uh, so it plays four Chrome Moxes, four Land Grants, uh, four Lotus Petals, four Simeon Spirit Guides, four Elvish Spirit Guides, and four Rite of Flames, and I don't know, Dark Rituals as well, probably. Well, so basically you just what you do is you use your Land Grant, which uh, lets you get a land out of your deck, but it's, it has an alternate casting cost. If you reveal your hand and show that you have no lands in your hand, you can cast it for free. Okay, so right. you basically get play your land grant to get the one tiger that's in your deck out of your deck, which ensures yeah. that you will charbelcher them for yeah, 60 so cards. You, so you all miss. Jesus. Yeah, and then you accelerate that out with all your all your fast mana on turn one. Okay. So basically, if you it, the deck will win on turn one a really large percentage of the time if the opponent is not playing Force of Will. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, but it's completely dead against Force of Will. Because you just don't need to worry about forcing anything except the Charbelcher. Sometimes they have Enti the Warrens in the main as well. Okay. They usually have it in the okay. side. But that's not usually too hard to deal with because they can't storm off as hard as kind of as a storm deck can yeah. with Enti the Warrens. Yeah. Uh, so then I didn't really have any hate for this in the sideboard. <laughs> I didn't I wasn't playing Thought Seasons, I didn't have Thalia. So the same thing just happened again, turn two. I believe I think he made like ten goblins on turn one um, okay. and killed me on turn three. Yeah. Oh my god. Um then, so I was kind of getting to grips with the deck. I played a couple of leagues, but but not that many. And I was kind of, the fair matchups went really well. I played against a couple of Grixis Delvers. It was seven round tournament, which was quite long. Yeah. Uh, and most rounds were going to time as well. So I played against a couple of Grixis Delvers, which went pretty well. Like, this is pretty much the reason to play the Punishing mm-hmm. Fire version of the deck is because it's just, it gives you more ways to kill Deathrite Shamans and Delvers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can sort of grind them out, just keep bringing your Punishing Fire back with Grove of the Burn Willows. You're basically killing them one damage at a time on their end step every turn. Uh, So those matchups went well. So I ended up 
uh, I think I was 2-2, two and two. then I played against Pascal Maynard on Blue Eye Control, he was playing Miracles, and I kind of went, Pascal 3000, I think I recognized that username, so I googled it and I was like, oh, it's the guy who just came second at the Pro Tour, <laughs> so let's see how that, this goes. That was a really good match, uh, I won the first game uh, relatively easily, uh, then the second game he resolved Jace and terminus my board and beat, me, beat me with Jace, which I probably played out for longer than I should have because I just kind of wasted my clock. But if you're playing against uh, a control player with all their mana on top two who has Jace, you yeah. should probably just concede at that yeah, point. You're kind of just wasting your own time yeah. playing the match out. Game three was very close uh, until he resolved back to the basics, which is an incredibly annoying card to play against. But I can't really moan too much because I'm playing Choke in my sideboard, which is <laughs> essentially the same also, card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that just tapped out all my mana. Uh, I was I was... Even though this is like Maverick is kind of thought of as a green-white deck, this version was actually four-color because I was playing Bayou for Deathrite Shaman activation mm-hmm. and sideboard cards. So I got hit pretty hard by the back-to-basics and yeah. it, it just tapped out my whole my whole board, basically, okay. and I couldn't cast anything for the rest of the game. Uh, but I managed to come back at that point uh, with three losses. I was 2-3, so I was basically playing for 4-3 and then hoping to be in the top 32 to get prizes, <laughs> um, which I managed. I came Ooh. 31st place and nice. got my entry fee back. Class. But I was pretty happy with that. It was kind of my first... Yeah. Uh, time playing a longer, like a bigger legacy tournament, yeah, uh, with a relatively budget deck. So I thought I did pretty well. Uh, I definitely made a few punts, and yeah, next time I play, I'm definitely going to put Tali in my in my <laughs> white creature deck because <laughs> feels really bad not having Force of Will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and Tali is like the closest you can get to a Force of Will playing white. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I like it. Great analogy. Yeah. Uh, how much was the entry fee, by the way? Uh, it's twenty five tickets. Okay, two hundred fifty so points. Hefty so. enough, like. It is, yeah. I mean, you get to play seven rounds. Yeah, So sure. that's pretty good. And, like, the prizes are pretty insane. Yeah, like, at the top. Yeah, yeah. Like, you get, like, if you win, I believe the winner gets, like, a crazy amount of play points. You get a set of Ixalan and, like, a million treasure chests. And, oh. You know, and you get, like, nine QPs or something like that for the mocks. Yeah. Or maybe you just get a mocks qualification. I'm not even really yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the prizes are pretty great. Uh, and it's got a top eight as well if you get there. So I'll definitely enter that again this week. Yeah, um, And, yeah, hopefully I won't, I won't lose Class. as much this time. I also, I beat Reanimator a bunch of times, though, which is the only combo deck I think you have a chance of beating. Okay. Just because you can Here's make a 20... Caracas, and you can make a twenty twenty and block the crystal brand oh, okay. pretty yeah. quickly. So yeah, okay. both I managed to win both ways against Reanimator. Yeah. Good thing nice. you can't reanimate Emrakul. You can if you can do it at instant yeah. speed. Yeah, there's um, <laughs> what's one reanimated instant speed? Uh, like, players get something out in the graveyard. Uh, well, that's Exhume, but that's sorcery. Oh, sorcery. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's there like makeshift one. mannequin. I think maybe is a flash one, but if you use it at flash. At instant speed, no, sorry, necromancy. Okay, you can yeah, cast yeah. at instant speed, but if you okay. cast it at instant speed, then the creature gets sacked at the end of turn oh, as okay. haste. But okay. It, okay. Otherwise, you keep it. But it's three mana. I don't know if they really play that card though. Mm, no. But uh, yeah, reanimators very annoying to play against yeah. as well. It's pretty depressing when they have forty cards in their hand or something. <laughs> 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 anyway, but uh, but that was my tournament. Yeah, it was, it was good. Sweet. So sweet. I'll keep training up for Legacy. Yeah, yeah. hopefully you'll be. This is a, that. This tournament happens on a Sunday, right? Sunday afternoon. Okay, yeah, so yeah. hopefully you'll be watching me in the top eight while you. Yeah. Also right, top right eight. Away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Should have an easier field this weekend. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll, be, well, I'll go to top eight. Uh, the PBTQ in Avon this weekend, uh, nice. which is sealed. Oh, yeah. um, let's top eight for the boys. Boom, we're going to do it. Yep. We're all, we're all going to heaven, lads. Yeah. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> By heaven, I mean a pro tour. Yeah. <laughs> pro tour is heaven. 
And then, uh, and then Al, you were at the Popper tournament this week as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, Gamers World for uh, Friday Night Magic. We had a had a Popper tournament. So, and then, um, and so yeah, I, I play Popper online a little bit, but it was my mm-hmm. first time playing it in paper. So, um, pay my Popper, paper, paper Popper. Uh, so for my since I had so much fun playing Nexi before, I was like, no, I'm going to take my Nexi deck. I'm going to jam some snow-covered basics in there. <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to, well, our mana's not good enough, so I'm going to take out black. Uh, and then that was the deck. Um, Blue-Red Delver. Blue-Red Delver. Sweet. Um, yeah, pretty suitable. I've got a Framestorm and stuff. And That's probably what, like one of the best decks in Popper, I think people think. I think so. Um, it's, well, in terms of, um, in terms of the, the meta percentages, it's not very high. Okay. Um, but uh, I, think, I think Stompy is, 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 is kind of considered to be one of the best decks. Stompy, Affinity, and, and uh, like Red Right? Yeah. Or Tron? Yeah, yeah, Tron's still up there. Yeah, yeah so actually, yeah. So yeah, round one play against Darren, on, he was on, it was like the five-footer Tron, and it's, um, it's probably the most dirtiest deck I've ever seen in my life. That You're just making so much money, you're getting so much, so there's so much... Um, you just keep gaining life stuff and, and it's gaining yeah, life and you have thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you play uh, what's that like seven mana card it's like gain six and get a card back from your graveyard or oh it's um, oh, it's Pulse from Rasa yeah it's cost three it costs it's, three yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah it's, is it yeah, yeah it's two yeah. Right. oh my god yeah gain six life is it uh, yeah return yeah. target creature or land card from graveyard to its owner's hand you gain six life you can also randomly hose like reanimator yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. You still gain the six life. <laughs> that is great. That's mad. You get six life for three mana. Yeah, on a card. Yeah, that card's great. People play yeah. this all the time in standard. Oh, you yeah, know, I, I, I play it in standard. Yeah. As like sideboard against like red. I didn't play that or much aggressive that standard format. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 So I, yeah, round one, I, I lost pretty handily to Darren because uh, in both games I was like, you know, he's done like a three or four life. Then there's a combo um, between Pulse Morassa and. It's a wall. Mnemonic wall. Mnemonic wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just stupid. Yeah. yeah, and then you have so much mana you can just do it. Mnemonic uh, wall. Pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. great though. Yeah, uh, and then right around two, then I play against Sumpy, which is also a green Sumpy, which is considered a very strong deck. Mm. Uh, it's it basically has what Nettle, Sentinel, Sentinel, and the the Ranker. green Chapman. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hater's gonna hate. That's it. Yeah, Ranker is a ridiculously strong card. It's yeah. a it's a it gives plus two plus zero oh on Trample. It's an aura for yeah. just a green, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, if it would. Go to the graveyard from the battlefield. Instead, you return it to its owner's hand. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, so it's very tough to get rid of. You just insane. put it on, on any crappy green creature and it becomes a very good green creature. Yeah. And uh, this deck decides to just play good green creatures instead of crappy ones anyway. So yeah. it's, it's even better. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah so and it's like it's an enchantment that doesn't have the downside of getting two for one when you, when you kill the creature. Yeah, unless um, they do it in response. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you do, if you kill the creature when it's on the stack, you can still yeah. get it in the graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, likewise, uh, has the, the elephant enchantment. Um, elephant guide. Elephant guide. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's too. Similar, similar three mana enchant creature gets plus three plus three. When it dies, put a three three green elephant onto the battlefield. What's this hunger of the hell pack? Hunger of the hell pack. That is. Oh, that, that, this card is insane. Yeah. Go put ahead. a plus one plus one counter on target creature. Morbid. Put three plus one plus one counters on that creature instead of creature died this turn. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty insane. That is pretty good. Yeah. Cause yeah, and like it's. I think I think when I first saw this happen, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty. That's a pretty neat uh, combat trick. Mm. Like, oh no, it's your counters. They're they're just there <laughs> they now. Just stay there. And then yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but um, yeah, it's a pretty sweet deck. Uh, so I lost to that as well. I really like this mana base. Seventeen forests. Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. All you need. <laughs> it's all you need. Elegant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Well, I mean, the curve stops at two, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um. Yeah. So then in the round three, I I uh, I played against uh, uh, Blue Back Control, which I uh, won that. Um, but yeah, so it was a small tournament. I hope and play some more, and hope and have some more tournament reports from Popper. And we're gonna yeah, yeah. I'll try and definitely play the next yeah. one as well. I really wanted to make this, so 
I'll show yeah. up with blue black control and dinner over horror everyone out. Yeah, sweet. Well. Yeah, I, I wanted to make it as well, but um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll try and make the next one. Mm. I, I like the idea mm. of is it blitz? Yeah, that's, yeah, that deck is, is great. <laughs> I just like saying, is it anything? Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's a lot covered this week. That's probably yeah, yeah. Sure. It's probably us done, is it? Yeah, a bumper cool. episode. Yeah, yeah there was one. bumper to bumper. Yeah, actually, I think it was pretty normal. Length, but oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that's good. That's going to do it for us this week. Um, thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music. You mm-hmm. can find his uh, YouTube and Twitter in the show notes. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter at Skullcrack. Tweet us anytime. We like talking about things on Twitter. Any Love place. Yeah. yeah. Don't tweet me this weekend. No, give well, him, he's got to concentrate. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And what else? Where well, you can also email us. You can email skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And you can get us all individually on Twitter as well. Yep. Yeah, and you can, yeah, that'd be nice if we if we got a few emails in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Um, we actually, we, we have a, we're, well, we've got something in the works. Ooh. Mm. We've got a competition. A competition in the works. Coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that we have to kind of, plan and come up with yeah well we kind of no, we yeah we know what it is but yeah gotta work out the details and think of what we want people to do for it yeah yeah so that would be that that's it that's your opportunity to email so start did we, thinking did we talk about being on channel fireball no we didn't no we didnn't that's oh my great. god yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's the last time the last time we did something we'll talk about that next week yeah 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 okay we were on channel fireball yeah yeah i'm gonna put that in the show notes yeah yeah um we're internet famous guys boom woo uh, yeah, we'll talk about the process of that next week because we yeah we had a lot to talk about this week, sure, a lot yeah. of news and things. Drama. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be it from us. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye bye. of extra turns mm-hmm. that's what we're calling extra yeah, extra turns and yeah. uh, we're going to return to a fan favorite of of ours of, has well, anybody of ever expressed any any <laughs> emotion towards this <laughs> Why do do this? i like it i I'm like a fan. it yeah I'm a fan. I, i've I, actually I, heard from several people that they like this already oh, okay, okay. Yeah. great great yeah i, I think I, I, heard, I heard from some people that they validation like, they like this part <laughs> they like this part especially okay uh, this is um our uh what's this even called again <clears throat> uh Rose Waterstone. This is a mistranslated card. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. uh, David Wolf is a fan of this. That's why I remember that. Okay, let's go. Let's go. All right. So this is um. So these are a bunch of cards that have been uh, put through Google Google Translate over and over again yeah. and, mm-hmm. and translated back into English till make till they make no sense. So we said um before I read out like Panikos, we kind of that kind of gave it away. So I'm just going to go um card type, subtype, text, and then name. Okay. okay. And then if you can't guess it, I'll give you more clues. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So hold on, you're you're gonna say those in order until yeah. we get it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Card. So wait. Okay. Card name, type, subtype. Yeah. And then rules text. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just read it from the top to the bottom. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah with yeah, all the yeah, words. Sure. Yeah. And then give you the symbols after. Okay. Sure. Right. Pete. Okay. Pete. 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 Is like, this like the Pete? dude's name? Okay. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, animals. Okay. So like lady. Okay. okay. Lady. Flight noise. Alright. For their work, the owner, Pete, will point to one. <laughs>
If you can swallow the bladder organization, <laughs> seven. Um, is is this uh, like Ixalandi's keeper or something? One no, of the, no. one of the socket pay seven. No, no. no? Oh. Uh, point to one and what seven? Do what with uh, seven? If you can swallow the bladder, organization <laughs> seven. Oh, so that's draw seven. Ooh, okay. uh, maybe yeah. yeah. Is this um like it's a creature though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah is it a, a magus of the a, wheel? It's a no, no, no. Oh, that has draw seven on it. What no. else? What other creatures have draw seven on it? Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. What was the What was the name again? Uh, Pete. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so if that doesn't give it away. I don't know what will. Uh, right, you're gonna have to give us more. Yeah, right, there's, there's other sevens on the card, okay? There's other sevens. Yeah, there's there's other seven sevens. Seven. Yeah, it's a seven seven for seven for seven. No, hang on, is it seven? Um, uh, it's yeah, it is. Seven. It's got to be Palakorum. Hmm. Is it Palakorum? No, 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 it's not. Seven seven for seven. Well, then it can't be blue, can it? It has to be green. What is does it? Does it have to be seven, or does it have to be green? Maybe not. I don't seven know. Seven, seven, right, oh, seven. it's is it Gristlebrand? No, it's actually closer to that. Though. No, oh, uh, it's but it's four Gristlebrand. black, black, black. Four black, black, black. and oh, it's not Gristlebrand. Is oh, it's um, Razaketh. No, no. Is... Lord of the Pit. Oh, there's a flying trample during your upkeep. Yeah, yeah. During your upkeep, sacrifice a creature other than Lord of the Pit. If you cannot, it deals seven damage to you. Seven damage. I thought organized seven would be draw seven. Yeah, you know when he said that, I was thinking, oh, he's going to take Grizzlebrand next, and that was. Alright, yeah, this All one right. is Marsa Poured. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, it's an attraction. <laughs> okay. It's a create unnecessary rounds. Is this that's uh, all. Take an, that's take an extra turn. That's all. Create unnecessary. Oh, wait, what's that, the name that has of it? to be taken an extra turn after this one. Marsa Poured. Wait, Marsa. Marsa Poured. Marsa Poured. And it's, what's the card type? Uh, attraction. Attraction. Is that. It's gonna be sorcery. Sorcery. Right? It's either sorcery or enchantment. Uh, Marsa poured. Don't uh, focus on that part. I don't think. No. I don't think that part's gonna help you very much. <laughs> is, is it a? I don't know. Is it time walk? Yeah. It's time walk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Marsa poured. That one's that one's less, less fun. This is a another unfun card. Well, some may say so. Um, anonymous. It's okay. a. It's an immediately. Okay. <laughs> uh, allow that to limit or restrict the power to turn socks up <laughs> in brackets you can ask directly um <laughs> and, and, uh, sorry, and uh, the favourite text is uh, if you have a fire That's and it. that was said by this method book oh can you read the real text again uh, allow that to limit or restrict the power to turn socks up uh, is it humble? No. no. That's too obscure. Limit or restrict the power to turn socks up. Uh, Vanquish the weak? I don't know. No, it's a, it's a blue card. Sorry, it's an instant, is it? It's an instant, yeah. 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 The blue card instant. Limit <laughs> or restrict no the power. It's uh, standard legal. It's standard legal at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is it a well known standard card? It's it's well played. Yeah, no, yeah, it's well known. It's well known. What's the name of it? Uh, Anonymous. Anonymous. And it's blue. Uh, is it. No, there's not enough text. Negate? For it to be zero no. many phases. No, it's not negate. Close to negate. Well, not close to negate. It's a counter spell. Oh, censor. Sen- no, it's not censor. Oh, Cancel? No. Uh, no. Essence Scatter? No. Damn it. Uh, disallow. Disallow. Disallow, ah, yeah. yeah uh, you can ask directly is a. Uh, 
also uh, you can't counter mana abilities. I think that's the the thing in the mana abilities can't be targeted. So counter target spell activated abilities or triggered ability. Oh, and you can't mana abilities. Mana abilities. Can't be right. Um, okay. It's a how, my favorite immediately. Yeah. Yeah. How easily how easily your flames are quenched. That's the actual flavor yes. text. Yeah. Mm. What was it in the? If you have a fire. <laughs> <laughs> This is, sorry, we have all right. Operational competition. Okay. Animals. Yeah. Subtype. A sea. A seafood restaurant in a city. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay. Homer, war on other targeted fatal attacks. You can use a bookmark to change people of all kinds. That's true. <laughs> That's pretty deep. I feel like we're learning things from these guys. Yeah. Um, um, you can use okay. education to change people of all kinds. Yeah. That's, That's, gonna, right. That's a hint to think. Yeah. I, Let's focus on that part. Yeah. yeah, I think that maybe that means like counters on something. Uh, is it Metallic Mimic? No, no. Oh, is this one like Vizier Many Faces? Is no. Clone? No. No, but it is a uh, standard. Standard. Mm. Is, does it have to do with counters? No. Like putting counters on something? No. no. no? It's a bookmark. Is it have to do? Oh, is it? Um, wait, it's a creature, right? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I tell, tell you out of there. It's a. I mean, it's, I think you can use a bookmark to change people of any kinds. It's like a, it's it's a type. It's a phrase that comes up a lot sometimes. Like, oh, add mana of any color. Along no. those lines, mm. but not quite. Mm. You can spend mana as though it were a mana of any color yes. to cast a spell. Yes. Okay. And then what the, does that the, in standard? The subtype. Uh, Gonti. No, the, the, the subtype is a seafood restaurant in the city. <laughs> Fish. What fish does that? The seafood. Restaurant. Oh, um, hostage taker. Hostage taker. Hostage taker. Oh, wait, what's the actual subtype of hostage taker? Um, is it a pirate? Human, human, human pirate. Is it just human pirate? Okay, I think so. It might be pirate rogue or something like that. Seafood, seafood restaurant in the city. <laughs> 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 uh, this one is a uh, metallic metal. Okay. Okay. It's a metallic mimic. of construction. No, it's not. Oh. Ooh, metal it's mats great. are made of X management, type X, and invisible elements. Is it walking ballista? No. Anyone with his moral sex, anyone would ask, justifies it. Scrappy Scrounger? No. Why is it? Uh, anyone will ask, justifies it. Sounds to me like if this becomes a target of spell or ability, sacrifice it. No, it's not that. Uh, no. No. That'll be good. Is it a uh, metalwork cost? Yes. Ah, uh, uh, nice. Yeah. I don't know really how I got that apart from it's another, <laughs> it's <laughs> another, another <laughs> artifact <laughs> with rules text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is. Uh... Alright, this is a uh, Gallery Heavenly. Okay. The galleries, it's a country. <laughs> the gallery right. space stations in the war zone. Okay. That's it? No, there's more. Right. Tap. Okay. Uh, white, so tap, and it has the mana symbols. Uh, so, sorry, tap. White, blue, and bath. White, blue, and bath. Yeah. And right. it has an activability three white, blue, board, culted, four, four, white, and sky, blue, sky, and the animals that end up being racist. But on the ground. <laughs> All right, this is a celestial comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like how I think I think bath came from cool. Like ah, this, your mana pool. Okay. All right, the last one this is one of the most overpowered cards in Magic: The Gathering. Okay. Okay. I know New what it shaded. is already. What? I know what it is already. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> New shaded. It's a language. Oh. As an okay. activated ability. One. At least one foot of the edge of the playground, light polar army. At the same time, it is time for at least the problem of the new world. All <laughs> cards and world chaos. The global outlook. 
Uh, okay, there's a lot of abilities affecting everything on the battlefield there, I think. Yeah. Wait, this ability costs one? It costs, so it costs one mana, yeah. For the ability. One generic. One generic, yeah. And what is the mana cost? Oh, wait, we don't know the mana Sorry, mana, yeah. Sorry, oh. Sorry, we don't know oh, the mana, mana cost. Is what, what's the name again? Uh, New Shaded. New Shaded. New Shaded. And then what's the type? Um, I'll get it back up here, sorry. It is language. It's a language. language. It's a language. Is that a land? I think land. Yeah. But, uh, is it, oh, is it, um, no, I don't know. I was thinking like Glacial Fortress is or something. Is it Unknown Shores? No, it's, um, it's banned in Legacy. It's banned in Legacy. Um, the Library of Alexandria? No. Oh. Um, it's banned in another format, but if I tell you, it'll give it away. Uh, can we go block us right? Oh, also, oh no, it wasn't printed yet. Oh, um, wait, we give it away? What? what? Uh, I really thought it was going to be Dive Bomber Griffin. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> no I, thought, I thought it was yeah. going to be that uh, Oh, that's tough. A land with an activated ability that costs one. Um, it is. The only thing it's is not a land. Is, oh, it's not a land. It's not a land. Something with an activated ability that yeah. costs one. Yeah, it's, it's uh, mana cost is too generic. Is it a time vault? No. Uh, uh, is it? Let's just tap time vault. It's uh, what would it say? What what other formats is banned in? Yeah, it's banned in vintage. It's banned in vintage. Oh, okay. Well, then it's like an. <laughs> it's a stupid card. <laughs> yeah, it's an anti card, or it's Shahrazad or something. It's not Shahrazad though. Yeah, that comes away. Um, so at least one foot off the edge of the playground, light polar armor. Oh, right, right. It's at the same uh, time, chaos orb. Chaos orb. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good that's one. Yes. Nice. Cool. Yeah. There's, there's, there's plenty more where they came from. So <laughs> right. if everyone can think of anything at the end of the episode, we'll just jam out with us. That's not what happened there. No, this is not happening there at all. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> all right. Bye. Don't yeah, be crazy. Bye, bye.